0: Welcome to Observe and Retort. My name is David Henry.
1: And I am Lugnes Janabu.
0: And we are in week four?
1: four? Yes, girl.
0: Yeah. Week four mm-hmm. of 2021.
1: Yes. yes. Thriving. Last, last week of January. What a, f- what a month. Yep. I am personally f- looking forward for this to be over this month because... <laughs> Not like it's gonna make a difference. Time is irrelevant. This is just weird names we have for whatever reason. Uh, for, you know, to. <laughs> this is a weird start. I'm sorry. It's a, it's I just feel I'm sorry. Like I'm appreciating the. A little... As Yen says, it's like the Monday of the year. That's January. <laughs> and it sucks. <laughs> he is so smart, you guys. Like, so I am so, so smart. lucky. What?
0: I genuinely feel like he is very smart. I feel like your tone is
1: questionable. It it does sound very sarcastic. I mean, it Uh, was very sarcastic. I actually. Because he said it was the Monday of
0: the year. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: really mean it. He's very smart. He says smart shit all the time.
0: (laughs) It sounds so believable, after. (laughs) I don't
1: know why, but that's the.
0: (laughs) I don't feel like anything in the news, a lot has happened in this uh, month, and that's fun.
1: Nobody will remember this month for anything ever.
0: Uh, but at least in my life, I think literally nothing has happened in this in this month.
1: Well. I'm not yeah. sure I've showered
0: in this month. Like the feeling of just nothing <laughs> at all happening has been pretty overwhelming. Uh,
1: oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like do you need something to happen or are you relieved nothing? I don't know, happened? a light stabbing You're or something restless?
0: might just liven things up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is very dull. I am going a little mental.
0: But you told me that you had some news.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. So there's developments. Yes. I don't know if anybody has noticed that I've had some neighbor issues. Yes. Uh, I may have touched upon it <laughs> once or twice. Okay, so, so. You fought her to the death. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's no longer here. No. I'm <laughs> kidding. So the thing was that um, I think Thursday or something, I was trying to sleep. Jens was already asleep. I was like, I'm going to try and sleep. She came home upstairs. She was fucking just, I don't know, walking around, like stomping around and, uh, in the bedroom. And I was going... Like, do you know you're trying to sleep and something pisses you off so much that like your adrenaline just kicks your ass and there is no way you're gonna fall asleep within an hour. Like, and you're trying to calm yourself down because what can you do? And I'm so I was I started like making this note in my mind that I would write to her and I did write a note the day after because I woke up and I was furious. So, <laughs> but I I will say I wrote her a very nice note. Yes, it was. I I checked in with a friend first and she was like, that's nice. It is firm, but kind. And I'm like, great. That's what I went, like, exactly what I was going for. Um, Only a couple of threats. (laughs) No, no, you know, one or two never hurt anybody. No, I was like, I get it. Um, I've all, like, we have also been told to... Not make too much noise walking around in the bedroom and like being very like I get it it's fine we all you know it's difficult it's old buildings but could you please for the love of God you know no I was trying to be very okay about it okay. Uh, also I don't want her to feel like shit I just want her to think about it a little bit so the thing is so she came she came and knocked on our door Saturday which was like two days after. And she was, like, holding the note, like, we have to have a conversation. I'm like, yes, thank you. I agree. <laughs> and I invited her inside. And we had a a nice talk for, like, I don't know how long it was, honestly, like 30 minutes. Um, and I got to say my stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I fe- I mean, again, I get it. She's, like, 23 or 24. She's young and all that stuff. And... Um, And I, and also there's just been so many conflicts with her and Jens and that whole, like, we just talked it out. Jens was like (laughs) panicking when I invited her in. He was like, nope, 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 nope. And he fucking ran to the bedroom, like, which I get because he was like, I don't know. Like, their interactions have been so frustrating for him that he was at the point where, oh, she's coming in here now. And I just get so mad just by the the sound of her voice that I will bring nothing constructive to this conversation. I don't even really want to engage. So he went to the bedroom and sat there. (laughs) So I had a conversation with her. And I I honestly am very happy we talked. And I feel like there is a much better energy now. I get what she's saying. I felt like she got what I was saying. And... um like my heart was pounding because I am like terrified of conflicts so even though I am also really tired and annoyed and exhausted and angry I will probably be like pretty nice considered. all things considered so um yeah it was nice she gave me uh, me her phone number or no well we have her number because Jens had it already because she already gave it to him but so she blocked him that's a different story uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so I wrote her a message and um, it was all very nice. And Jens actually went up and had a, a very short conversation with her afterwards because he was like, I'm sorry, I bailed on that conversation. Uh, I was a little overwhelmed with the whole thing. I hope we can be cool. And so also that kind of worked out. And um, I'm I'm optimistic about the situation. I yeah, it, it, I'm very happy that we had this conversation. Um, so I will probably be a little more cool about it now, (laughs) at least like, yeah, I, yeah, I just hope that she, uh, is going to also not stomp around as much, which she said she would consider, she was like, oh, I didn't even think about, I could be making noise in the bedroom. I've been so, um, like focused on not making too much noise in the living room. I'm like, okay, well, it's a whole ass apartment but it's fine like i get it <laughs> i get it so that was nice that's the developments on what that a cute part.
0: little copenhagen apartment story
1: oh my god like this old crap building yeah it's obviously we're gonna be able to hear sometimes which i get and i'm not expecting her to be completely silent that's impossible it was just the whole like also, if she's having, uh, like, a bunch of people over, like, let us know. It's just, yeah. Yeah. So, that was that. Developments. It's Cute. It shall be interesting. But at least I, I don't get fucking furious now when I hear her walk upstairs. So, that's the start. <laughs> Did anything happen in your life? No, nothing in week? my life has
0: happened. I've as expressed. No. Not a single thing
1: has happened. Mm. You haven't been sleeping very well.
0: There is nothing.
1: Mm. There is. Uh-huh. Well, let's get into it then. No happened. Do you want to start or
0: uh yeah, I can start. Okay. I have a, a challenging story. Okay. Uh, and it's one that I've I've brought together from a few different sources, so I don't have like a specific headline for you. And when this story has been told before, people have used very attractive women in bathtubs to tell it.
1: What? Oh, wait. Because this is a financial story. (laughs) It's a what story?
0: A financial story. And in the big short, they famously, because financial terms are really boring, get Margot Robbie to sit in a bathtub and explain things. And the problem is... One, this is a podcast, so you can't see us. Two I'm in a bathtub. I'm not Margot Robbie. <laughs> three
1: Oh, don't say that. <laughs>
0: Copenhagen apartments means no bathtub. So there's three mm-hmm. big reasons that this might be a challenge.
1: But I mean if anybody can make it sexy, David, it's you. <laughs>
0: I think that this story is absolutely amazing. I would like to tell you guys about GameStop. GameStop. Okay. And I know it's gonna sound very weird, and everything, at least in the introduction, certainly is gonna sound like this story is nowhere near as exciting as it actually
1: is. I honestly feel like when Jens hears this, he's gonna be really excited. (laughs) (laughs) So you have one. Because this is very excited about this.
0: This is a story about the finances of a shitty video game store so <laughs> every cons- like every building block of it should be incredibly dull and yet i promise you if you can hold on for my explanation this story is fucking great okay. that is a, a promise oh so. i
1: have no doubts because you wrote me literally oh so many good stories this week it's gonna be great and then you Saying this to me right now, it better... It have- doesn't seem to make sense.
0: I know it doesn't seem to make any sense. So, for those of you who don't know, GameStop is uh, a retail store that sells video games and Jens things there, associated actually. with video games. <laughs> he can't have worked there recently because no. GameStop in Denmark completely closed down. It collapsed yeah. as a business. Because in general, GameStop is seen basically these days as like Blockbuster, but just doesn't know it yet. It's clearly an Ooh. outdated business model. Is the idea around it. If you most people who buy games nowadays, they buy them digitally. Hmm. If you aren't going to buy them digitally, you can buy them from Amazon and not have to deal Amazon with, <laughs> get it delivered next day and not have to deal with the shitty teenager who's up his own ass about why you should definitely buy a Playstation instead of an Xbox you (laughs) fucking noob and then you don't have to deal with anyone so GameStop the general logic is particularly among hedge funds, the logic is GameStop will collapse in the near future
1: yeah, they will stop selling the games yes
0: Are you proud? Are you proud of yourself? It's almost like they you predicted
1: proud? it, you know? Are you really I'm proud? I'm so
0: proud. <laughs> you should be ashamed.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm always ashamed. Don't worry about that.
0: So that is the, the broader context. Unfortunately, I need to give some specific context. So GameStop has been under, uh, a lot of pressure in the stock market for an extended period of time.
1: Mm.
0: Its stock has gone down and down and down, uh, for at least the last five years and to properly explain this story i'm gonna need to explain shorts as in in the big short the movie what they are so please stop me at any point ask any questions let's see how well we can firstly get through this and secondly see if it's even remotely entertaining but imagine (laughs) i'm a large bank and you are a hedge fund
1: I'm a tiny petite. Okay, yeah.
0: No, okay. you're a hedge fund. Okay? okay, I'm a hedge fund. Now, I own That's stock sexy too. in GameStop, and you think that stock's going to be worth way less than it is right now. Mm, okay. So let's say right now the stock is worth $10, and you think it's going to be worth less than that in the future. Now, mm-hmm. in a normal stock trade, there's no way for you to make money from you expecting that it's going to be worth less money. The normal way that you make money with stocks is you buy something that you think should go up Mm -hmm. and then you Mm -hmm. sell it later on. Congratulations, you've made money. That if you think it's going to go down in normal trading, there's no way to make money from that. So that's where what's called shorting comes in. So instead of buying the stock, you borrow it from me. I can see you're already looking confused, but we're going to get through this. It's going to be great. So
1: bad at this, David. <laughs> no,
0: trust me. It's, gonna, it's gonna going to be okay. So keep you're going. a hedge fund. I'm a large bank. I own this stock and you think it's going to be worth less. So you borrow it from me instead of buying it. So I but just- Why
1: would I want it if I don't believe in it?
0: Well, we're going to get there. This okay. is the <laughs> So instead of buying it from me, you borrow it and you, borrow s- it. you say to me, I'm going to give this back to you in a year's time. Or in however much time, but let's say it's a year for simplicity's sake. Okay. Now you want to sell it off to someone else as soon as you've borrowed it because you think it's gonna go down. Now here's where the logic is if you can borrow it at $10, sell it at $10, you have for no outlay, you've got $10 in your pocket. Yeah. You have to give it back to me in a year. If in a year's time that stock is worth $2, you've had $10. You buy it for two, you've made $8 profit mm-hmm. without actually doing anything. You just borrowed it from me for a year and you've made $8 as long as the stock goes down. Yeah. Does that all make sense? Yes. So, you want to sell it off as soon as you've borrowed it because you think the stock is going to collapse.
1: right? But why did I? Okay. Sure. because you
0: can make eight dollars from it
1: okay yes that so you can sense.
0: make okay. a, a huge amount of money if you get if you borrow loads of them and it goes down you can make a huge amount of money without actually spending any money
1: and then you have to believe that other people would want to buy it for that amount
0: exactly okay. so that's why you're going to sell it as soon as you've borrowed it so when yeah. you've borrowed it you it's at ten dollars the mm-hmm. same day you sell mm-hmm. it to someone and then you come back in a year and buy it when it's two dollars because if it collapses before you've sold it you're not going to make any money you're just going to hand the stock back to the the actual owner Mm -hmm. so the idea is you borrow it at ten dollars you sell it immediately ten dollars you wait for it to go down in price so you can rebuy it at less than ten dollars and then you give it back to me the bank right now i as the large bank I'm willing to give it to you because I'm going to charge you interest and fees for as long as you borrow it.
1: Okay. So that,
0: and I believe that the stock has a fundamental value to it, that its intrinsic value is good. So. Okay. In my mind, like if you think about the different ways that you can value something that can impact Mm -hmm. a stock's value. One is how good the company actually is. And one is how much we as a people think it's valuable. Yeah. So that's yeah. like, it's, it's so much easier if you ignore stocks and think about something else. Like a diamond has intrinsic value, as in we can use it industrially. We can do things with it that can create more value. So that's right. its intrinsic value no matter what. But it also has this value because we think it's worth money that can be a completely different level. So I'm yeah. willing, I believe this stock, if I own $10, a $10 stock in GameStop and I'm the bank, I think this stock has an intrinsic value. So I'm totally comfortable no matter what with you borrowing it for a year and you can do what the fuck you like with it. Because when I get it back, I think the stock still, no matter what the price is, I still think it has an intrinsic value. And the whole time you have it, you're going to pay me fees. So this sounds great to the bank.
1: Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. keep
0: the stock they keep the intri- the value is still in that stock and you pay mm-hmm. them for them owning property to you it sounds awesome because you get to take something for no money at all and make profit on it as long as right. it becomes less
1: right right right
0: the problem is for the poor fucker who buys that stock from you yeah. they lose So whatever grandfather spends their life savings on buying this exciting stock that you say, and then it completely collapses, they lose all their money. And that's why Goldman Sachs in particular got criticized so much in the 2008 recession because Mm -hmm. they sold to their own customers things that they were betting against. They borrowed stocks, sold them to their customers, and then they made huge amounts of money
1: Yeah, it's not a good look, is it?
0: When the stock collapsed, because they'd actually bet against, but they also made money because they charged their customers to Mm -hmm. sell the stock to them. So there was Mm -hmm. no way they were losing. The thing is, so, does that all make sense so far?
1: It does. Actually, it does. Yeah.
0: (laughs) The thing is that, unlike in normal stock trading, the potential losses here are literally infinite. Because in a normal stock trade... If I buy a $10, uh, $10 stock, the max that I can lose is if that stock goes to zero and it becomes worthless, all I can lose is the $10 I spent on it. Whereas if I've shorted, sorry, if you've shorted, so you're the hedge fund in this scenario okay, and I'm the bank, you have to give me back the stock in a year's time.
1: Yeah,
0: That's what we've agreed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which means if you borrowed it at $10 and it goes up, say it triples in price, you're going to have to buy it at three times the price and give it back to me. So if it... Sorry, go ahead.
1: So, no, you go ahead. So I would be paying a lot more.
0: If it goes up. So that's where the bet is, and that's why it's such a high-risk thing to do. So you
1: really need to know that that shit is going down for you to play this well, Yeah, of course. Okay. And if you're
0: playing, like Golden Sacks did, if you're playing both sides of the, you know, you can, if you're cheating, guarantee that you're going to win. But it's really hard to, it's, well, it's not necessarily really hard, but you have to be a huge organization in order to cheat in that way.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And because that stock could go an unlimited amount up, there's no limit to how high a stock can go, right? Like Tesla has gone mm-hmm. crazy amounts high in the last few years. As So if I thought it was going to go low, there's no ceiling to how much that it might go up right so theoretically as
1: are we still talking about gamestop
0: (laughs) we're absolutely still talking about gamestop okay so let's go back to gamestop okay that stock has been going down for a long time people who are Mm -hmm. betting against it have made money for five years straight okay that stock's gone all the way down from $40 to $4 oh,
1: uh, honey. and below. <laughs> so
0: someone who was betting against it, if you borrow the stock at $40 and then you sell it and then you buy it back and give it back at $4, you've made a huge amount of money.
1: Yeah, that's good money. Yeah.
0: Of course, if it goes in the other direction, yeah. say from $3 to $150, you're going to have to buy back the stock at 50 times the price that you borrowed it in order mm-hmm. to give it to me. So, <laughs> now we're going to get a little bit more complicated, but I promise this is the last layer of complicated.
1: Is there a story in here?
0: There absolutely is. Okay. And it's going to be great. <laughs> and it's all worth this explanation. I promise. Okay. Now imagine that you're incredibly confident that the stock is overpriced. And a bunch of your friends are also confident that it's overpriced. So you not just, you borrow the stock from me and Mm -hmm. you sell it to another bank. Mm -hmm. That bank lends it out to one of your friends. Now, two banks are owed the stock. Both I and this other bank are expecting the stock to come back in one year's time. But only one stock actually exists. Which means after you've done that a few times, more people owe the stock to someone than the stock actually exists.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just... This is so hard. (laughs) So... How can it... How... Uh,
0: I promise it's worth it. So... Okay. uh, Okay. You borrowed it and sold it to another bank... Yes. That bank also lent it out.
1: How can it do... How can it... How? How can the, they do the that? The same way
0: that you lend out anything. Like, if, if I... But I can
1: only lend one thing out to one person.
0: No, but think of it in terms... Think of it in terms of physical things. So, if I was to lend you a car...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you have to give me back... You
1: should not do that.
0: <laughs> you have to give me back the car... In a year's time. Uh But in that year, you're allowed to do whatever you want with the car.
1: Uh
0: So you sell the car to a different person. Uh And then they make exactly the same agreement that we made. I sell
1: your car to a different person? Because
0: you've borrowed it and you've (laughs) said that you'll give it back in a year's time. And I've said, I don't care what you do with it in the meantime. You can do what you like as As long long as you give it back to me in, in a year's time. But the person that you sell it to Uh makes exactly the same deal with a new person who's trying to profit from the car. That means that Uh. there's two banks who are saying in a year's time, you will give us back the car. Uh And there's two people who think this car is going to be worth so much less that I can go out into the market and buy it back for way less money. Than I sold it for. And so I'll profit. Okay. Because they're confident that it's going to be worth. It's such a shit car and no one's realized yet. <laughs> that they can go out and they'll find loads of them. Yes.
1: Okay, Maybe I'm don't following. even think
0: about a car. Okay. Think about like a pen. If you think about a Bic pen. They're so confident that in a year's time. They're going to be able to buy a ballpoint pen. For less than they just sold it for.
1: Right, right, right.
0: The problem is two banks are now expecting this to be back. Mm-hmm. Right? Which means inevitably there is going to be more demand. Then the basic laws of supply and demand comes in because if two banks know that they own it but haven't are expecting it back in a year's time. In a year's time there will be more people trying to buy this the stock or the pen or the car than there are pens or cars or stuff
1: <laughs> Oh uh, it's like being in school again <laughs> <laughs> No actually this is what we should have been learning and I would still have slept through the whole thing <laughs> But I but I really want to get it like I want is the ADD that kicks in for So me.
0: <laughs> I get let's let's think about pens right
1: No le- okay I Yeah I think I'm yeah, I follow. So,
0: so then there's a theory in theory in the future, there will yeah. be a limited supply. Yes, of something that people have agreed to provide.
1: Yes, okay, cool. Get now, mm-hmm.
0: let's go back to GameStop.
1: All right,
0: <laughs> these hedge funds were so convinced that GameStop was going to be worth so little or even nothing. And if it goes down to nothing, then they have incredible profits. Like if GameStop, if the stock is worth nothing, they can give back the stock without actually giving anything back at all. Yes. They were so convinced of this that they didn't just short it up to 100% of the stock. They didn't just say, we will give all of the stock back in a year's time. They shorted it to 148%. Okay. So there were more guaranteed returns of stock in X amount of time. We're saying a year for simplicity's sake. In a year's Uh time than stock existed. Now, if 148 people have to have what only 100 people currently own, inevitably the price will go up. Because there's more people Uh trying to get something.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And if the price goes up, their losses, as I said, their potential losses are literally infinite.
1: Yeah. So what? So how much? (laughs) Now I need to know.
0: So here, so this is the summary. Now that we all know what shorting is.
1: It was only thirty minutes, right? It's only yeah, it's only
0: (laughs) thirty minutes. So there's a huge company that's basically seen like Blockbuster that hasn't yet realised that Netflix exists. And there's all of these hedge funds that are absolutely convinced we can destroy this company and they've bet more than exists on that company being destroyed. To anyone who's super financial, I apologize that I'm simplifying this, but I feel like anyway.
1: I mean, obviously you have to because you're talking to me. Now, in that scenario,
0: (laughs) where these massive billionaire hedge funds have bet against the company... That is where a bunch of idiots on the internet realized there's 148% of shorts over for how much stock there is. Mm -hmm. Meaning if we buy this stock and we send it up, we can destroy these hedge funds. We can fuck with them. If enough people buy the stock, they will have infinite losses as long as it goes up
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of (laughs) yummy
0: and they believed that while yes gamestop may be an out-of-date company they thought it was worth more than three dollars a share which is how it how far it went down Hmm. so we have a very diverse audience and there's no way that i can explain the next bit without sounding like a grandfather trying to explain pokemon but I'm going to try. So for anyone, I'm sure most of our audience has heard of Reddit, but maybe you haven't. Reddit is a website that has forums for literally everything. So in the same way that like 20 years ago, there would be an individual website for a specific forum. You know, if you were someone who was particularly into Victorian table legs, you would have a dedicated website just for that.
1: Yes, I feel like your grandma is the only person that might need this explanation, but I love that you're doing it. It's so I don't, nice, David.
0: I feel like for any of our listeners who do feel like they need it, it you're very being inclusive. very mean, okay? <laughs> yes. There's nothing wrong with explaining what Reddit is. No. Also, it's really fun anytime to explain what Reddit is because I do sound <laughs> like a grandfather explaining Pokemon and I feel like that's really entertaining. And I get to talk about some of the weirder subreddits that I've found over the years. So, as I was saying... You can create a subreddit for literally anything, and if people mm-hmm. are interested, they'll subscribe, they'll post, they'll share pictures, whatever. So you find all sorts of subreddits devoted to all sorts of things.
1: Uh-huh. You find ones are we devoted. In the same
0: story now? Yes, I'm getting okay. to it. Stay calm. Okay. You find ones <laughs> dedicated to personal finance. You'll find ones dedicated to hating fat people. You'll find uh. ones dedicated to unresolved mysteries. To people who want their food Murder. served on plates instead of on hipster, weird, l- in lampshades and shit like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You'll find subreddits dedicated to pictures of dragons having sex with cars and. Oh, yeah. Cars having sex with dragons, which is not the same thing. And those two subreddits have a big old war. They are not friends.
1: Did we talk about this already? In I don't know
0: episode? if we spoke about this before. <laughs>
1: Ring a bell. Oh my.
0: So, yeah, as I said, what used to be spread over millions of forums is individual forums is now concentrated on Reddit in the appropriate subreddit. And that is oh where a subreddit called Wall Street Bets comes in. Okay. Which is incredibly stupid in almost every way. And okay. that's finally where this story comes full circle. <laughs> As I said, there's loads of different subreddits and they like compete with each other and it's one ones on the same topic. So there are lots of personal finance subreddits that are dedicated. Anything that has personal finance in the name is dedicated to giving you sensible advice about improving your financial situation. Mm -hmm. If you want to upgrade from that, there's investing subreddits that will give you advice on picking stocks and doing it in a rational, logical, calm way. Mm -hmm. Wall Street Bets says fuck you to all of that. And just YOLO's money on random shit. (laughs) They spread. It's the absolute worst of the stock market. In theory. There are people on this who borrow money on credit cards to spend on a stock that other people have made memes about. And then they lose money that they don't even have. There are a huge amount of in jokes. They make jokes all about the time about... Oh, I've got to borrow money from my wife's boyfriend so I can spend it on this stock okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> they
1: uh, are they okay like, it seems uh, like no it's
0: it's it's crazy in every way. they use yeah. incredibly horrific language they use ableist language to describe themselves um, because okay. they they are they embrace the concept. That they are really stupid.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And it was on Wall Street Bets that people realized that there was this huge bet by hedge funds against GameStop. And Mm -hmm. they all went, Well, we're a bunch of weirdos who like video games. Why don't we, the two million of us on this subreddit, (laughs) buy GameStop? And it became a meme of the basis of if we buy enough, we could own a jet. Like they've pushed the price so far down that this forum devoted to idiots buying stocks could own an entire company. And they were just like, well, let's just see what happens and buy as much as we can. And some of the people people on it, I I can't say how many, like it's impossible to know who's lying and who's not, but what definitely has happened is there there's some people in there who did genuine analysis and said, these hedge fund traders have fucked up and we have the opportunity to basically steal hordes of money, billions of dollars from the hedge funds who destroy average investors every day and are trying to destroy a company. And there's a bunch more people who are like, hey, this is really funny. Let's see what the fuck happens. (laughs) And the stock has gone from $3 last year to $150 yesterday.
1: Oh, my God.
0: So all of the hedge funds, there are literally right now hedge funds going bankrupt. Uh, They are losing billions of dollars (sighs) because a bunch of self-proclaimed idiots have realized, oh, shit. If we all work together, we can destroy a bunch of people who destroyed people like us in 2008. Oh, my God. So there's so many different competing reasons that people are buying this stock, some of which are valid, some of which are dumb, all of which are fucking amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) What the fuck? Also, fuck these hedge funds. This is so good. Oh my goodness.
0: So there are people on Wall Street Bets who you can see, they've the ones who've been betting on this for a long time, and you can go back, you can look at individual posts, you can click on a user and see how long they've been holding onto this stock. There is a guy whose name is Deep Fucking Value, and he bought $55,000 of GameStop stock when it was worth shit all. And now, on paper, he has $11 million dollars.
1: Shut the front door.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And he sold enough of it off that he has 4 million in cash. That's not going anywhere, no matter what happens with the stock now. And the rest of it, he's just like, I still think it's going up. I'm keeping it. We're going to fuck these hedge funds. Let's see what happens.
1: Oh. Wow. What? The power of social media. I'm just like... (laughs) That's ridiculous.
0: It's amazing. And now you're seeing in the financial news, like Uh you can watch on the American like financial TV. I'm sure we've all seen clips of these like weirdos talking about stocks on TV shows in the US where they all sound really, you know. And you can see clips from these shows where hedge funds, meaning pieces of shit who bet against companies and make billions Uh on other people failing are now basically crying on TV saying it's stock manipulation. It's evil. How can they be allowed to get away with this? Like your entire business is stock manipulation. You buy stuff, you sell it to people. You try to get it to go to, you convince everyone that it's worth nothing. And then you give it, like, your whole business model is stock manipulation. And now that wow. a bunch of two million idiots on the internet have decided to do it back to you and are bankrupting you, suddenly you have a problem with it.
1: This is so delicious, David.
0: Was it not worth explaining it, what yes, shorts are? It
1: was. It was. Wow. That's just, I, like, all I see in my head is, like, Captain Holt from Nine-Nine going, VINDICATION! Do you wanna have so Do you wanna good. have the
0: cherry on top? Right on the top. So this is st- Just just a a tiny little cherry. Just
1: a tiny little thing. Okay.
0: So this is literally stealing from the rich and giving to the crazy. And <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> trading platform that most people on Wall Street bets use is called Robin Hood. Which is just beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it's is. a
0: modern-day Robin Hood story, and it's on the platform. And I should add the small clarification that while this is kind of a Robin Hood story, the actual trading platform is is not really Horrible. Robin Hood. Like,
1: you <laughs> know, <laughs> they need to tell themselves right. that
0: the actual trading platform is the exact same platform that all of these other people are losing their life savings on because they give away. Yes. They give. Free access to the market, and it's clearly an inappropriate way to give. This is the only Robin
1: Hood story that happened there, actually. (laughs)
0: And it's being done by a load of people who use horrible, horrible, inappropriate uh, terms all the time, but it's still kind of beautiful. And I feel like, you know, (laughs) overall, God, Uh, love it. Love it. I mean, fucking love it. Seeing
1: greedy rich people. Lose money and be all torn up about it. It, I mean, it is really the only thing we can just cherish these days. It is the what else? Especially after I mean,
0: months of billionaires just getting richer and richer in the pandemic, and then they're trying to like, I mean, they are trying to profit with the sticking in the short. The thing is, for the last five years, these hedge funds have made billions of dollars on betting against GameStop because it's already gone down from $40 to $3, right? So they've already made billions, yeah. but yeah. they were too greedy. They couldn't accept it and they kept betting it was going to go further. And in the pandemic, they had a good argument cuz the pandemic has fucked retail.
1: Yeah.
0: And then a bunch of idiots were like, "Nah, we're going to save it. <laughs> we're going to see uh, what yeah. happens. We're riding it all the way to 42069." <laughs> That's the price I... that they've all set. Wow. <laughs>
1: I hope they keep doing this. I want to see this more. I want to see more of yep. this shit. That's hilarious. Well done. Before I we think, move on, I should just clarify. This to me like Margot Robbie <laughs> talking to a simple child. I don't know. Like it's yeah. a ch-
0: it's it's taken some some research to get it into a a, a functional place. I don't think it's a. I mean, it's I not intuitive. Like- the whole point of it is, it's not intuitive. Like these these concepts yeah. are built intentionally to confuse the average person
1: and it works i am i'm thoroughly confused and i love movies like the big short and all that but i don't i don't get it (laughs) i'm like oh it's margot robbie in the tub oh there's ryan gosling i'll take it you know also
0: for those of you who have watched the big short michael burry the main uh guy in the big short Yes, He bought a whole bunch of GameStop shares last August. So even the guy from the big short who was betting against the housing market Hmm. is now on the other (laughs) side and was betting against the people shorting. So that's a nice little final connection. Mm -hmm. Before we move on, which we really should do, uh, I just want to clearly state there is no advice for anyone in this to buy GameStop any decision that you make yourself is your own Uh, nothing in this podcast has constituted financial advice Uh,
1: we are not sponsored by game shop
0: in the last three years of looking at wall street bets i have seen many 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 people lose more than their life savings and this just happens to be an amazing win so
1: we'll take it
0: stay calm Everyone stay calm.
1: Good thing with the disclaimer, right? that, that was smart. Well, so, good news or is... Or become a billionaire. What did you say? Or become a
0: billionaire. <laughs> GameStop to the moon. I, I own no stock in GameStop. Let's just make that clear as well. Um, <laughs>
1: let us please move on, please. Okay. Yes, mine is, like, very much the same vibe. No, no. Don't, I'm kidding. It's not obviously, it's not David. It's my story. You're like, oh, I was ready. You were the rest of you know, the listeners were not. <laughs> they were like, oh god, more stonks.
0: Okay, <laughs> like it's okay if you need to pause this episode and come back to it. I don't know why I'm saying that now when people aren't coming no, back at this I think stage, it's great. I think- <laughs> they're already out.
1: Maybe. Honestly, maybe a bunch of people are like, oh, that's how it works. Because, you know, we just need somebody to take the time to explain hard things in simple ways. And uh, thank you for that. I, I tried. You did. And I feel like you really put some energy into making it, <laughs> you know, tangible. So, well done. Okay. Now to something completely different. <laughs> Egyptian chef arrested oh. after making cupcakes with penis decorations.
0: I, I I saw this one. I was like, I think Luna <laughs> might bring it. I only saw the headline. And as soon as I saw the headline, I was like,
1: there's a penis in it.
0: There's, there's Luna in this story. <laughs> She's there. I, I see her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was, honestly, I was, uh torn between different stories this week but alas i am i'm a simple girl <laughs> in
0: my weekly what the fucks i i also have some stories that i thought were quite you so i'm i'm excited uh-huh. to see if we have some overlap there uh, firstly i would genuinely <laughs> like to hear because uh, I, I didn't read the story in the hope that you would be explaining it to me so well, there we go I'm excited. everything works
1: out everything works out okay so Egyptian security forces have arrested a pastry chef who supplied cupcakes with penis decorations for a private birthday party at a sporting club in a wealthy Cairo neighborhood. Mm. And so this is uh, just one of the latest examples of how the Egyptian state is very strongly trying to control public morality, which basically targets women. Um, and so this chef, who is a woman, was arrested at her home after these party attendees shared uh, photos of the cupcakes with um, like members of this Gezira club uh, and on social media. And by the way, this is from The Guardian, written by Ruth Michelson. Uh just want to clarify that because mm-hmm. I am taking the information from there. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... This baker has been interrogated by the same Misdemeanor Court that recently tried the Egyptian actor Rania Youssef uh, on charges of quote con- contempt of Islam and infringing Egyptian family values. And this happened after she commented on her own physique during a television program. What? For real?
0: What did she say?
1: I d- I'm not sure, but she did comment on her body. <laughs> I don't know. It is...
0: Well, that's clearly
1: unacceptable. It's fucking
0: How wild. dare you? How dare it's you? It's
1: terrifying. Jesus. Um, so earlier this month, also uh, two female TikTok influencers uh, who served jail terms last year for, quote, violating family values um, and harming public morals... They were acquitted, so that's Mm. something. But, like, it's just wild that, like, these laws, it's terrifying. And in June 2020, this renowned belly dancer, Sama El Masri or something, uh, I think her name is, she was jailed for three years and fined uh, 300,000 Egyptian pounds, which is, like, uh, 14 thousand pounds-ish or British pounds um, for violating family values and immorality. I have a question.
0: (sighs) So in this wealthy area, there was a party at which they ordered these baked goods. Mm -hmm. But the baker is arrested
1: she did it. She she was the one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She she made them, but mm-hmm. someone ordered them, right? Unless it's a fucking great prank from her, where she's just like, "Hey, they ordered some cupcakes. I'm gonna put dicks on them. Like, <laughs> oh, no,
1: just be delicious on top."
0: Why you know? the baker? I, is there anything in the article about the person who ordered them being arrested? Or any of the people at the wealthy party. I'm just trying to establish the consistency uh, not here. Not
1: really. It was more like, well, well, she said, like, well, they ordered this, so I just, you know, I made it for them, and also they're fucking no. Also, they're rich people. They're not gonna, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It doesn't really say anything by this uh, about this. Well, of course, Timothy will. E. Caldas from the. Ta- uh, i'm gonna say it's wrong terrier to Tahrir, Tahrir, Tahrir institute for middle yeah. east policy yeah. he said on one level it's hard not to be initially struck by the absurdity of penis cupcakes garnering the attention of state prosecutors police investigators <laughs> members of parliament and the regime controlled press at the core of the matter is not the banning of sexuality in the public sphere. It is restricting sexuality that is outside the control of men. And that's, you know, that's exactly what it is. Um, and obviously this woman was really sad and she was crying. And uh, like when she arrived at the prosecution office in Cairo and um, yeah, she told the, the interrogators uh, that uh, that the people came to the club, like they, Wait, no. She told the interrogators that the people came to her shop and handed the pictures of genitals to her and asked her for cakes in these forms. I love that they were like, um, "We would like to have penises on the cakes." Jeff, do you have the do you have the picture of them? Maybe the lady doesn't know what the <laughs> what. It, oh yeah, this is the. the it they look like this. This is the. Could you make him like this? Mm. <laughs> like, I love that. Like, it's like going to get a haircut. No, I want this one. Can you can you make it? Can you give me the Jennifer Aniston?
0: Every time I go cake? into a bakery and I want penis cakes, I always show them a picture.
1: <laughs> and oh. it's just your penis. <laughs> like,
0: I mean, I don't feel like we need I, to get I do specific.
1: feel like I've seen like a wanted poster of your face <laughs> around <laughs> it. And then tiny, like, have you seen this Venus? Mm. Uh, well she was (laughs) she was released on bail um after she got questioned and all that but she yeah she had to pay what is equivalent of like 233 british pounds but it's just like it's just preposterous this is uh yeah yeah i mean jesus if it was v- vaginas on the cake, do you think the fines would have been even worse? I think. I think they probably would. <laughs> it would be like, Oh my God! Vaginas! Nah!
0: I think it would be easier for people to claim it was a beautiful flower.
1: Oh. Yeah, you can't do that with penises. Penises are <laughs> like, ugly Like, that's as fuck. a wiener. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nope, that's it. Actually... Well, that was that story. I have a weekly what the fuck that is lingering on genitals as well.
0: <laughs> I I also have a a is it genitals? Uh, you know.
1: Well, you, you, well let's then
0: How move many do on you have? To
1: weekly what the fuck?
0: How many weekly what the fucks do you have?
1: I have 3.
0: 3. Okay, go ahead. Yeah.
1: but they're <laughs> short it's very short so first one Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle reportedly exploded starting in quote inferno in woman's living room just what is it with Gwyneth Paltrow and I her vagina things Gwyneth Paltrow. like I'm she
0: <laughs> no let's let's just be clear I have no problem with her selling a vagina candle I don't give no, a shit. that's great. that's her. do what you right. want right but most of the other shit that she sells <laughs> is just horrible, trashy nonsense. She...
1: Yeah, well, yeah. She <laughs> sells
0: healing eggs and yeah, all, all that, that kind that, of... Like
1: white lady. <laughs> like,
0: uh, we yeah. as
1: white women are like
0: problematic. It's we a whole bunch of, you know, baby steps to anti-vax nonsense. Yeah. Just oh, yeah,
1: that is trash. True.
0: That's she's yeah. a bad person who either. Makes money off. Pe- like when she goes on talk shows and she talks about this stuff, she's like, oh, huh. she does this plausible deniability shit where she's like, oh, I don't know anything about the stuff on the site. I, I don't you know, it's just stuff that's interesting. Uh-huh. So either uh-huh. you're a con artist, in which case you're already a fucking millionaire. Stop conning money out of people.
1: Uh huh.
0: Yeah. Or you actually believe this shit, and then that's almost Which as just bad. Maybe worse. So, yeah. <laughs> fuck Gwyneth Paltrow. It's, it's always played Somebody... off as this like funny joke that she's selling this crap. She's a con artist. She should get fucked. <laughs> <It's> <laughs>
1: fucked. Somebody said that she is the Jordan Peterson of white women, and I thoroughly. Yeah agree with that that's uh um, look i've not read jordan peterson supposedly seven. he
0: had some half decent ideas in the 90s i think gwyneth paltrow has been consistently shit fucker
1: girl <laughs> like... currently there is a white man in my dms talking to because i posted something about jordan peterson being trash and now there is of <laughs> course like every time i post something on instagram about jordan peterson being a dick and having shit opinions i'm just like well actually the thing like uh i just and... avoid him
0: i've just not read like i just can't give enough of a shit to to give him this level of respect like or even to debunk him like spending time reading jordan peterson feels like a waste of my life
1: oh in any direction wholeheartedly agree
0: so i'm just not gonna i if i haven't read him i don't feel like i can make an educated comment on him being a cunt or not Mm. so (laughs) i just go not worth my time (laughs) fuck off
1: yeah yeah i think that's fair i think that's fair I feel like I don't have to say a lot about the vagina candle. Um, like, I don't need to delve into this. So Vaginas
0: pop off. We all recognize that. We're comfortable with it. Let's
1: move on. <laughs> on a popping, Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah, the candle exploded and emitted huge flames with bits flying everywhere, the lady said. I've never seen anything like it. The whole thing was ablaze and it was too hot to touch. That's one hot, Percy. Okay, moving on. Do you want to take this one?
0: I I, I regret you saying that. I don't know about. I don't know about you.
1: Oh, I do too. Again, um, I, re-
0: I. I'm going to take this to a, a much more decent. You know, I'm going to give you a science story, a very important oh science story. Good. Scientists have, for the first time, described a dinosaur's butthole in exquisite I was detail. D-
1: do that as my main and i was like <laughs> was, i don't know oh, i said it was a i
0: beautiful. said i had a you kind of story in my uh yeah
1: oh that was the way
0: i know <laughs> well, i both both i have two i have story. two that are very you stories um oh
1: my god
0: the thing i'm not going to go into detail about this but i just enjoy firstly it's exciting to make a scientific discovery and genuinely is. there is a lot of biologically interesting things yeah. there's there's genuinely scientifically interesting things about discovering more Absolutely. about how these you know weird creatures from ancient times uh pre-historic times uh shat is biologically interesting also jacob vinter from the University of Bristol in the UK, who's the scientist who led this? He clearly has a dinosaur butthole fetish, and that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you listen to this well, guy,
1: <laughs> that got us here, didn't it? So, and I'm good saying on
0: him. he is in some very specific subreddits that I haven't even found yet. So, <laughs> but you will. You will. <laughs> but don't get worry, there, I, David. <laughs> I, I will. I want to know all about the uncharted territory of cloacal openings. <laughs>
1: also. Am I like? Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it true that it's like a a three-in-one hole?
0: Yeah, is it's like a, an
1: all-around asshole. Exactly. That also,
0: it does everything you need it, it to do.
1: Mm. Which.
0: Gwyneth which... Paltrow's <laughs> candle smells <laughs> of a, a cloaca.
1: <laughs> it's not.
0: Yeah, it's not technically a butthole. It's a cloaca, which is you know, it's it's everything oh, yeah. in one that's place.
1: That's true. Th- that's what we call the sewers in Denmark. It's cloac. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Okay.
0: Wow. Hit me again. What do you got?
1: Okay. Confused wife stabs husband thinking photos show him with other women, <laughs> but it's actually her.
0: I have this story again. This is my other one, which I said was a you story. This oh, that's great.
1: So <laughs> it's such a fun so story. Oh, it's
0: Say it again. I interrupted you. Say again what
1: <laughs> Confused wife stabs husband thinking photos show him with other woman, but it's her. And this happened in Mexico. So she stabbed her husband several times in a jealous rage, thinking he had cheated on her after she found these photos of him with a younger woman on his phone. But actually, it was pictures of them when they were, like, young and slim. (laughs) And he had just, like, gotten them digitized so they were on his phone. So, yeah, that's um, – I don't know if they're going to make it, the marriage. I I don't know. (laughs) Maybe, who knows. I believe in them. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. I-, I hope he's okay. Great story. Beautiful story.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you have more?
0: Uh that was the one I have. I have what?
1: Mm-hmm. You don't have to if you
0: don't. <laughs> no, it's it's less Our other ones are much more fun. This is more like an actual a real story rather than a proper weekly what the fuck, but it's got what the fuck em- elements in it.
1: Okay, bring it. So,
0: Recompose, the first human composting funeral home in the U.S. is now open for business. So, if we have any listeners in Seattle, uh, there is now a funeral home in which they will compost your body to turn you into wonderful, nutritious soil so that you can... uh, Contribute to the earth again.
1: That's kind of nice. It's kind of cute. Like, get that in some plant soil and, like, you can grow a plant from your dead Uh, mom. No?
0: All sorts of things.
1: I would like that. Uh Huh? (laughs) That's. (laughs) (laughs) I would be the shittiest plant. Like, if you tried to grow anything (laughs) from my soil, it would just be like this weird never really fully grown kind of deformed plant that just want to kind of die i think that's basically like, what would happen so i mean your you, self-esteem you the is green just light. i mean <laughs>
0: your self-esteem skyrockets like gamestop stocks this is just amazing <laughs>
1: like, uh, uh, you've got a last story uh, Go on to, to one.
0: round us off. It's going to have to be good to beat uh, the, the woman who stabbed her husband based on that. I know. Her own.
1: It's tough to, yeah. to beat that one. Teenagers offer free squirts of hand sanitizer <clears throat> to shoppers in Bradford, but it's super glue. I saw Girl. This is such a this shitty. Is, this <laughs> like... is so... I am old enough to just be grumpy about this.
0: <laughs> I'm not quite there yet. I still find it funny. Like, I, I think it's of horrible. Course
1: obviously horrible but
0: but it's funny because it didn't
1: happen to me but if it did happen to me i would be furious (laughs) i mean i think think there's another that you would not be angry about this
0: i would absolutely be angry but the the other level that's also i mean it depends on the moment that it hit me right because i've super glued (laughs) my fingers together before we've all made mistakes um but I also love how stupid it is because you're so obviously going to get caught. Like, it's not like, it's not a delayed prank. prank, Uh If you want to not get, if you're doing a kind of prank, that's not fundamentally good natured. So you, you want it to be a slow process. So you don't immediately get caught. Anyone who gets super glue in their hands, is going to know very quickly that it's not hand sanitizer. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh yeah. You need to be quick, but apparently they weren't like, there were teenage boys. Well, I don't know if there were boys. <laughs> I you assume just there decided, were boys. The, God, the guy, you misandrist. How dare the, you? <laughs> so sexist. <with> <laughs> it was a boy holding the, the bottle. And uh, this woman... <laughs> no, it was boys. It says, the boys stood outside Morrison Supermarket at five lane ends. This is in Bradford, UK. And so they were spotted approaching different shoppers in turn, offering them free squirts from the branded hand sanitizer bottle. Kathy Smith said she almost accepted and has no doubts the boy with the bottle would have squirted it on her hands, she, had she held them out. Uh, had, had she held them out, but she stopped short uh, when some of the group let out a laugh. So they were like <laughs> cracking up trying to <laughs> do shit contain even to themselves do. so people wouldn't be, you know, scared away. Oh, my God. And all my notes just says, youths. <laughs> I just was so annoyed. The lad approached me showing uh, me the bottle of sanitizer, asking if I would like a free pump. He was eagerly waiting for me to hold my hand out with a massive smile on his face. They all started to laugh. I asked, what's in the bottle? He said, sanitizer, while laughing. Sure, Jan. Good for Kathy for dodging that bullet. (laughs) But also, (laughs) the kids are bored these days. I get it. (laughs) I just
0: love that we started with uh, a complaint that your neighbor is walking too loud. And we're ending on a complaint that (laughs) these goddamn youths. (laughs)
1: I am an old cranky you asshole. Like, if there's anything I found out, 84 this year, years old. The past old. year, I am an old grumpy three-in-one asshole, and I, you know, I think it's I'm very clear that I did it.
0: need to explain Reddit because clearly, <laughs>
1: <laughs> can you explain Reddit again?
0: You are too old even to be a boomer. Okay, you
1: are... <laughs> 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 fucking boomers. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. I've been living in this apartment, almost not being outside for the past year. And, um, you know. It's
0: not gone yeah. healthy.
1: <laughs> this is who I am now. It kind of was before as well. But I'm fully formed. I'm fully developed into a, a cranky bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and on that note, mm. oh. I think, oh, oh.
1: Well, I just want to say if we're wrapping up, I kind of want to say if people like the podcast, please like, comment and subscribe because that shit helps us so much. And we never say this, but maybe we should start because that's the only way we kind of get out there to the people. Where are they going
0: to like, comment and subscribe?
1: Wherever they get their podcasts. uh, Basically, just on wherever you listen. And also you can follow us on Instagram on observe and return. Uh, and uh, tell your friends about it. If you like it.
0: Or if yeah. you hate it.
1: <laughs> or what?
0: Or if you hate it. Or hey, if friends. you
1: hate it, tell them how All horrible publicity and publicity
0: is good publicity. <laughs>
1: We'll take it. We'll take it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for learning yes. learning about stocks. <laughs> and uh,
0: <laughs> thank you for being patient while I attempted to explain
1: it was what great. shorting
0: a stock is. I feel like we've all, you know, been in math class, <laughs> right?
1: Right.
0: Oh, but well, we made it.
1: We did it. You did it. Thank you for that. And, I mean, <laughs> thank you for listening.